Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is a blessing to get to check in with our missionaries this week and hear how uh, the Lord's work is continuing in in the midst of the pandemic. And so today we head to Latin America, We're checking in with Deaconess Cheryl Nauman. She and the Reverend Dr. Jonathan Nauman serve the Lord through the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod in the Dominican Republic. Uh, Dr. Nauman, thank you so much for being our guest today and sharing with us uh, the Lord's work in the Dominican Republic. Thank you so much for joining us. All of you and to your listeners as well. It's really a pleasure to be with you again. So Cheryl, share with us uh, the work that the, the Lord has given you to, uh, to do in the Dominican Republic. Well, Andy, um, I've been blessed to be able to work in several different areas here, but some major areas would be uh, first to be the person who is the coordinator of all the activities that go on in our Mercy Center here in the Dominican Republic in, in uh, the suburb of Santiago. And uh, although it's located here in the Dominican Republic, we also serve uh, the entire Latin American region, actually from uh, Spain, South America, Central America, the Caribbean. And one of those uh, things that we do is to provide educational conferences that would help people to really learn to be the, the hands and, and feet and mouth of uh, the church to Christ and their neighbor. So, you know, that would include disaster response training, uh, training in everyone has witnessed, maybe developing life issues, ambassadors of reconciliation. And of course, uh, with the situation at the moment with the pandemic, we're not able to meet together for conferences. So a couple of conferences that I was in the process of uh, planning, for example, in Panama and Mexico, aren't going to be happening, at least not in the near future. But what we found out is that uh, the technology, is, as everybody knows, is just a huge blessing right now. So that, that work is altered in the sense that we're creating online sort of uh, classes or webinars and a conference, for example, that lasts six hours that we would have done on disaster response or on life issues with Lutherans for Life is now going to be done over a period of six weeks, one hour at a time on uh, Zoom. So that, that's kind of an alteration. I think the area that I'm um, very excited about at the moment is uh, I direct a project called VDMA, which is uh, some Latin initials that stand for the Word of the Lord endures forever. And this is pretty much a uh, project where we provide good Lutheran books and articles and Bible study materials to all of our pastors in Latin American countries, uh, in all of our partner churches, and uh, some that we want to be partner churches with, but also particularly for our missionaries and their mission congregations. So during this time, when people are at home and have nothing to do, or at least don't have as much to do outside of the home, they have more time to translate and proofread. And so this is an area uh, in which we've received great blessing for our region. Um, it means, uh, for example, that, um, well, with partners, the uh, LCMS Disaster Response has given us permission to go ahead and put portions of their 
mercy book, mercy in terms of uh, in times of disaster out. Uh, we send it out electronically via this project. So we've been sending out three articles a week there. We've been working hard with Good News Magazine to get more of their beautiful Bible-based uh, magazines translated into Spanish because many of these have not been translated into Spanish yet, and we find that they are just an extremely good tool, very appreciated in our region. And then uh, CPH has wonderfully worked with us. A few years ago, we, our team, our translation team, translated the Pastoral Companion into Spanish, and uh, CPH uh, has just worked with me this last week to get that into ebook form so that I could send that out to all of our pastors who have uh, VDMA accounts across the region. So this time has been just a, a blessing for this particular area. My uh, other area that I work in is teaching and mentoring and encouraging deaconesses. And uh, so this is different, of course, because we're, we're not together personally in order to uh, encourage each other, but I've started doing a, uh, I've, I have two online Bible classes now each week that I didn't have before. Um, one of them is just with our deaconesses and deaconess interns that are in uh, the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and Argentina. And then um, I'm also doing another online class on the Gospel of John, uh, which wasn't going on before. So uh, those are all wonderful opportunities. Of course, we very much miss being together uh, for things that we would normally do. Our meetings are all online and, um, you know, things that we would normally do in person. At the same time, though, our missions here in the Dominican Republic, and I believe around the, the region, have been able to put together food packages for the poorer members of our congregations, especially those whose income has been affected by the fact that they can't go out. So depending upon what the regulations are in the country, for example, here in the Dominican Republic, we uh, are on a curfew. No one can leave their house after 5 p.m. or before 6 a.m. So that does make it difficult for a lot of people that um, had uh, work that took them outside of the home. What has the response been like of the of the community um, of those people that are that are on the receiving ends of all of these wonderful things that, that you're still able to do during this time? Well, that's a great question, Sarah, and the the response is amazing. My husband was telling me that our mission here in Osama, which has which is a new mission within the last year, has nine communicate members. And the pastor there, uh, Pastor Maita, has been putting out services. And the first week that he did that, he had over 500 hits watching that service. So this is an amazing response. I believe people, and maybe even more so in a Catholic country where people live under the law and believe that they have to go to church in order to be saved, um, they have to obey the law, you know, uh, the Lutherans have, we have the gospel that um, says that, you know, we receive our faith freely from Jesus Christ. It's not a matter of keeping the law. And people are hungry to hear this, just as they have been even before this pandemic. How have you and your family uh, 
been through the the early stages of this pandemic? Everyone in your family doing well? Yes, uh, thank you, Andy. Our our family is well. Well, we uh, we have six children and nineteen grandchildren. Uh, we're on four different continents, <laughs> and what we have done now is deliberately. Uh, made an appointment time on Saturday mornings where all six families are together and we can just give an update on how everyone is. Uh, one of our sons is um, a surgeon and his wife's an anesthesiologist in the UK and they are on um, duty with COVID patients. And up until now, God has blessed them with good health. And so we pray that he will continue to do, do so. Um, we have a, a son in Sri Lanka who's also a LCMS missionary and then uh, another son in in, um, in England and three in the United States, three children in the United States. And they're all doing well, just like everybody else uh, and, and you as well, trying to carry on with normal things, including sharing their faith with others. Thanks be to God that that all of all of your family members are doing well at this point. Uh, you mentioned uh, worship life being a little different. Tell us uh, about how uh, your your life in the church, your worship life, has been different uh, in this time of the pandemic. Well, at this point in time, all of our mission pastors are doing uh, not only Sunday services, but we're doing daily services. We're doing devotions. And I think you probably know that my husband is the chaplain to all LCMS missionaries in this entire region. Mm -hmm. So he also has been putting uh, daily devotions out on a video. It's, and he's actually got a video channel if anybody wants to take a look at that. And um, the, uh, those are in English for the uh, missionaries, but the others, the other devotions from our missions are in um Spanish. I, I think, you know, this brings up a really important point of corporate worship. And we were really struck this morning, if, if, if you might humor me, um, we were really struck this morning in our, in our devotions by Psalm 42. What, in that Psalm we read, as a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before my God? And then it talks about tears. And then verse four, these things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude keeping festival. Why are you cast down O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. And I, I, we were just struck by the fact that uh, the person who was inspired by God to write this laments that he can't go to corporate worship at this time. Something's going on in his life. And yet he says, hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation. And we know for a fact that that, that is going to happen, whether on this earth or in heaven, we're going to be together and, and praising God. But it, it does point to the importance of corporate worship for us. But in this time of this blessing of technology, we have several opportunities on the internet uh, from our missionaries, from our, our, our regional people, uh, from President Harrison, from Pastor Ted Cray, our regional director, to hear God's word. 
and to allow these broadcasts to help fulfill our panting for uh, God, for hearing his word. With just under a minute left, Deacon Snellman, how can we pray for you? How can we support you and those who are serving to, uh, to bring the gospel to people around the world, especially in the Dominican Republic these days? I think prayers that we would remain healthy, which we are, and that our missionaries would remain healthy, that um, feelings of loneliness or aloneness would um, be replaced with peace and comfort uh, from Christ. And also, we want you to know that we in the mission field are thinking about and praying for you in the United States as well. And we have a great appreciation for you. We have a great appreciation for people like you, uh, Andy and Sarah, who are putting these kind of broadcasts on. And for all the people in the LCMS and outside the LCMS who have been wishing us well and praying for us in our work, we thank you for that. Deaconess Cheryl Nauman serving the Lord through the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod as missionary in the Dominican Republic alongside Reverend Dr. Jonathan Nauman. Deaconess Nauman, thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today and sharing your story with us. You're welcome, Andy. It was my pleasure. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.